Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues, to the minor leagues, to Little League. Foul Tips is also home to the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. All right, Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, brought to you by Plate Crate. Bring the uh, gift of baseball to your door at platecrate.com. Use promo code FASTBALL20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase at Plate Crate. Um, Yankee season came to an end last night, folks. As you know, I'm a pretty big Yankee fan, so I spent the morning putting all my my hoodies and T-shirts in their rightful spot. They won't be used again until spring training next year. I don't uh, wear that stuff. All the hats are... in their respective spots down here in the Yankee Tavern North, I, I don't wear the stuff uh, throughout the off season. That's kind of how I am. So, needless to say, my wardrobe is is uh, greatly diminished throughout the uh, throughout the off season. So, I uh, yeah, it's, it's all put away. It's one of those things. But anyways, Yankee season came to an end last night. Swept aside by the Houston Astros. Uh, they didn't just get beat. They got beaten down. Uh, the Astros are just a better team. It's their it's their fourth World Series, I believe, in the last six years. Six straight a- ALCS, which is tough to do, especially when they, they have let some players go with the likes of uh, George Springer and Carlos Correa, but they just keep rolling. They have the best team, I think, in baseball. We'll see what's going to happen in the World Series and what's going to happen there. But congratulations to the uh, Houston Astros for b- just being the, the team that you are and the way you guys are just rolling through things. Um, I'm never going to forgive the, uh, the the cheating scandal and the the garbage can scandal and that whole bit of 2017, but I I'm uh, I'm willing to forget. Is that an old Tony Braxton song? I'm willing to forgive you, but I can't forget. Uh, it doesn't much matter. Uh, yeah, it's time for overreaction Monday, of course, or when this when a season ends, whatever day of the week it is, and no matter what sport it is, the next day you have people jumping off the bridge and saying this and saying that and fire this guy and fire that guy and the team's no good and the team this. And here's what I would do. Um, so I will obviously it's a podcast. I'm going to do part of that. I'm not the kind of guy to jump off the bridge. I'm not the kind of guy to um, that expects your team to win every year. I'm not winning. Winning is really tough. Winning a world world championship in any sport is really tough. Uh, would I like to see them get to a world series? Yes. Would I like to see them win a world series? A hundred percent. It's really, really hard to do. My issue that I have with this team is basically um, I don't think that they're nearly as good as their record showed this year. I don't think they're nearly as good as as they, they could be. They are getting to a point right now where they're almost at a um, 
a mediocre spot and they're, they're only get they're, you're getting the bare minimum out of the management team. You're getting the bare minute, bare minimum out of uh, ownership. Yes. They spend a ton of money, but I think they spend a ton of money in the wrong spots. They went out and got the shiny toy in, in Cole, who's been great. They went out and got that shiny toy in Stanton, who I don't think has been great. You, those who listen to my show, who I'm not the biggest Stanton fan. We'll get into that in a second, but right now, uh, there's there's change needed because the they're they're becoming a stale franchise. They're becoming just good enough to to fill the stadium and not win. They're becoming just good enough to be relevant. And, and you get to that point with any sports franchise, if that's all you you are is just relevant, um, you're in trouble because eventually that re- relevance wears out. Uh, they have a, a major decision to do what they're going to do with this franchise moving forward. Right now, they are not, obviously, they're not good enough to to surpass the the Houston Astros, and it's, it's not close. Yes, the games were close. Yes, they should have won last night, save for that error. I think it was the seventh inning, IKF, but we'll talk about that in a second. But to, like without the start that they had, which was monumental, and the record was 48-14 and 14 at one point, I believe, um, they would not have made the playoffs. They wouldn't have. They almost blew a 15-game lead. It got down to three and a half, I believe. And so that's that on its own is scary. Without the heroics of uh, Mr. Aaron Judge, who, uh, I don't know if he's coming back next year. Without the heroics of Judge throughout that that tough spot in, in August, and then to lift them up um, in, and hold them up above water for a long time, you, the Yankees might not have made the playoffs. The, the Jays made a bit of a run. They got close. Um you, you got to look at the Baltimore Orioles. We had a really strong season, and, and they're an up and coming, an up and coming team. And you never know what they could. They're going to be a year older next year, and they got a, a nice, a nice ball club. And the Yankees don't have that much right now. I mean, right now the Yankees didn't know who's playing shortstop in, in the playoffs. They didn't know who was hitting leadoff in the playoffs. They had a different lineup uh, night in, night out, and, and to have that, it, it, it's really tough for me to stomach that you don't know what your lineup is at this stage of the season. I mean, it wasn't that many years ago, 2017. They knew everybody who was playing, right? Every player was was set in a position, and, and it was always it was always the same guys everywhere. And two, uh, but 2017 is is a long time ago. Um, it's time for an over, overhaul from the president right down to the bat, boy. I think. You, you you look at what's going on. Like the you have the uh, the Cashman guys that the 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 uh, that have been there for a long time. There was something up up on uh, the uh, the Twitter machine yesterday that showed the two the two franch- franchises and and the, the management team of both franchises. And a lot of the Yankee guys have been around since 2001, 2002. When I'm not talking the analytics guys, but the people in charge of the analytics guys, they've been around for a long time. And those years are a long time ago. 98, 96 is a long time ago. That's 26 years ago. Those people at the stadium last night who weren't around in 96. All the people who are, go, who are partying at Billy's and partying at stands and enjoying themselves, which you're allowed to do, but I don't think it should be a celebration when your team loses like they were probably doing beforehand. You can do what you want with your money. I'm not telling you what to do, but to me, I wouldn't be celebrating. I wasn't throwing shit around last night i was not going crazy i just watched the game game was over took my jersey off hung it up put my hat away that was it pulled everything up this morning i'm not crazy but i wasn't like it's i'm not telling people what to do but it just seems odd that the, the partying that's going on around there but like i said the 98 to 2004 teams that were world series contenders year in year out and then the cashman air all those guys that might as well be the murderous rose row guys from the 20s i'm not talking the the night the, the the 2020s i'm talking the 1920s those teams are so far in the history books and so far gone the 96 teams right on through and then even the 2019 
that's a long time ago. That's 13 years. And for, for this management team to still be living off of that and for the Steinbrenner still to be living off of that and saying, we're here to win championships with plural championships. That is, that is right out of Cashman's mouth. You haven't gotten to a world series, let alone win a championship. I think it's time for something to happen. I don't think it will, but I think something's got to happen that to get a bit of a shakeup. Like I said, I think that this team and this fan base is getting a little bit stale. I, I, there's just nothing that's happening and nothing that's getting them over the edge. They're a long ways away from winning a championship right now. Yes, like you you look at a team that made a midseason change with the Philadelphia Phillies, they got rid of Girardi, and they and they they brought in the new manager, and they're now they're going going to a World Series, and they have a, ch- a chance of their first World Championship since two thousand eight. So there is a chance that they that that they they made a change mid season. They saw that something was going wrong. They didn't like what was what's happening, and the Yankees don't tend to do that anymore. I'm not saying go and fire a manager year in year out like the boss used to, and that's another thing we gotta we we, we gotta stop worrying about uh, Pop, Papa George Steinbrenner. He's he's gone. He ain't gonna be around for a long time. Like he ain't coming back. You know, and we gotta forget about what George would do, what George would do, what George would do. Those days are gone. We have to start looking towards the future a little bit and quit worrying about the past. As a Yankee fan, we can't start stop talk start talking about all the championships we had. Most championships we got, we I didn't play. But the most of the championships the Yankees have were were won when there's only a few teams, right? When you didn't have to go through a, a, a wild card and a DS and a CES and the whole bit. So that it, it was a lot. I don't want to say it was easier to win a world championships, but it was, def, it, was, it was a lot easier than it is now. The lineup and the roster has a lot of holes in it. And, and to, to hold on to things and like the future and, and not knowing who your shortstop is, because you got guys in the minors. I'm not saying bring Volpe up and the whole bit, but not knowing who your shortstop is and then giving up on guys because you think that uh, that's, that, like you, you, they give up on guys. It, it, it's odd that the trade to get Donaldson and IKF was really strange to me. Uh, it was really, really odd to me to, to go out and get rid of um, Gio Urshela, who I thought was a great third baseman. He had actually a better season this year, statistically wise, than Donaldson. Donaldson's best years are behind him. And you know what? That at bat, I think it was on Saturday uh, when he came to bench smiling after striking out or flying out, whatever it was, and he was grinning about it. And he said, I thought I had some good at bats. You struck out four times, man. That you had bad at bats. Yeah, you play a great defense, but you know what? The Yankees needed some hits, and you coming to the bench smiling—that pissed me off. And I thought it was—it was—it was egregious of the character of the guy. It showed the character of, of Josh Donaldson, the president of Josh Donaldson Fan Club. I did not like that. It was a bad look on on Donaldson's behalf. I thought it was ridiculous. Anyways, getting rid of Urshela was was a big mistake in, in my mind. Team guy, good guy. I don't know if if Donaldson is that guy. I've never been in the Yankee clubhouse. I don't know. I try to t- tend to stay away from the, the rumor mill and that stuff because who, who does really know what's going on there? I just don't think he's the guy to be on this team, but they got one more year of him at $26 million. When they, you know, you look back a few years, not that many years ago, a guy like Bryce Harper, who I'm not a fan of, like his attitude, like we talked about on me and Dave talked about in a 1420 a little bit ago. You look at what he's doing, and he's only for 30 million bucks. And that's only four million dollars more than they're paying for than they're paying for uh, Donaldson this year. So making that deal, I thought was a big mistake in the preseason. I didn't like that deal when it when it happened. Being a, a, a guy from Canada, I know all about Donaldson's Donaldson's antics and the whole bit. And it, the way he is, I just did, didn't like that deal. And it showed throughout the playoffs that he just he just does not hit the baseball well. His best days are, are, are well behind him. So I didn't like that. 
and then not having a shortstop. And that play that that play with IKF and Gleyber Torres in the seventh yesterday, that was a snapshot of the season, not knowing what to do, where to play, like who was playing where. The shortstop was getting changed night, night in, night out. And that was a that the how that's that's can't be seen as a major problem, as a major snapshot of what occurred throughout the season and the second half of the season was a major thing. What they should have done when they, once they did finally clinch the, the American League East, they should have started playing these guys and getting them, getting them ready to go and saying, okay, you're playing here, you're playing there, you're playing here. Bader, yeah, he didn't come back to like the last week of the season, so you, you couldn't really insert Play Bader into the center field role here, and then you had Hicks in left field because you have to keep paying a guy or playing a guy who's making ten million bucks, but he wasn't hitting all season long. So when when they uh, a mistake that they made, I think, was not playing guys in certain positions and, and getting ready for and getting the lineup ready for the playoffs because they were changing the lineup, the batting lineup on a nightly basis. This guy here and that guy here. Yeah, I understand you do need to make changes, but it, it seemed like they were unprepared. And is that on Boone? Is that on Cashman? Is that on the nerds? Probably all three, right? It's probably on all three that that, that was going on. It's it's t- it's tough to just put, point this all on Boone, but I do think that he's a bit to a bit to blame, and I do think that he got uh, he the pitching decisions that he made. Yeah, there's probably a binder or not probably not even a binder, probably a, a spreadsheet on an iPad somewhere down there that they're checking that out to make sure that they're doing this a certain way and the script is followed. It, but the, the, the that that error. Last night, uh, when the Yankees made a great comeback and had the lead and should have been double play ball out of the inning, would have been a close play at first base, but it would have been better than what the, what, the way it turned out. Uh, that showed the uh, how ill-prepared the Yankees were for, for, the, for, the, for that game and for the playoffs in general, my opinion. That's the way I think. Um, also, before that game started, did it? I don't know if you guys, anybody heard this. I'm sure if you're a Yankee fan, you did hear it. Um, I'm sure if you, if you're a Red Sox fan, you probably heard it. But how embarrassing is it that? Well, the uh, the mental coach, the mental health coach, the mental strength coach, or whatever it is, of the Yankees uh, called up David Ortiz uh, for help to you know to, to to rally the troops when you're down 0-3 and how they did it back in in in, in 2004 when we all know what happened with the Dave Robert Steele uh, in Game Four and the Red Sox came back for the, the most epic comeback or the most epic failure in Yankee history. I guess you could say it's more more of a, a Yankees failure than a Red Sox comeback because I do I do think you should be able to close that one out. Anyways, maybe the Red Sox fan probably feels differently than I do about that. But the the way that to, to make that call, who decided to make that fucking decision? Like who decided to call up a Boston Red Sox and especially one of the greatest ones of all time, especially in recent memory, and say, can we get some advice on how to beat our, our new rival? That would really help us out a lot. Like what kind of moron makes that phone call and says, let's do this. That is the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. I do not understand like these these the players know what what's what's up. Make a video. Do something. The players don't need a Boston Red Sox. Because what's he gonna say? Yeah, go and hit the ball, guys. That's what I did. I'm a Hall of Famer. Here's what I did. It was a dumb decision, a dumb call, and how that even got leaked is beyond me. And why that's out there is beyond me. It's ridiculous that that would happen. Anyways, it's it was tough to watch the, this Yankee team in the playoffs in the last when they had chance to win they punted that game game one they had a chance to win there and they didn't and then they had a chance to win uh, game three they did they had a chance actually they were in all four games they were in all four games and just and just didn't get it done this 
striking out nonstop, not putting the ball in play, not having a bit of a feel about how your pitchers are going to be, not having a, it, it seems to me it's just so scripted and it's so, there's no heart involved and no, like you're thinking with their head, not their heart and a lot of things. There's no gut feel to Aaron Boone and, and the way the Yankees are doing things. And I don't think that that's the way things should be done. There, there needs to be a, a some kind of an overhaul, some kind of a, 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 a organizational think tank of how they can fix this. Because the way they're doing it now, it's going to be another 13 years before they, they get to a World Series. Like I said, it's hard to do. It is a really hard thing to do to win a, a World Championship. I get it. There's teams that would kill for, for what the Yankees have done si- since ni- 1996. 26 years, they have they have the uh, the five World Championships that teams would kill for that. Kill for that. Look at the Toronto Blue Jays here in Canada. It's been 30 years or, t- or 29 years since they won their last one, right? And they only have two total. Uh, to get to the playoffs, it's it's tough to do year in, year out. But just getting to the playoffs, to me, isn't enough. And wh- at what point is the Steinbrenner regime, are, are they going to say, okay, why are we spending all this money? Yes, they make they make truck truckloads and truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of money. But you know what? They were probably going to make truckloads of money without having to have these big signings, without having to, to spend so much on payroll. When are the Yankees the Steinbrenners and the Yankee investors, they're not the only people who are paying the bills there. Steinbrenners don't own the whole thing. When are they going to say, what's the point? What's the point of us doing this year in, year out and not, and not winning? And are they committed to winning? Are they actually committed to winning championships? Or are they, they more concerned about selling chicken buckets and t-shirts and hats? You know, is, is that a thing? Maybe who knows? I don't know. It's it's something that I don't have the answers for in here on foul tips, the, the uh, all baseball edition, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. But it it just seems to me that there is not a a commitment to winning. There there's not a commitment to to bringing in the, the proper players. I'm not saying go out and spend any more money. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you have the guys who are ready to go, put them in now. You look what the the shortstop for the for the uh, for the Astros, right? Rookie, put them in. Why not? What can it hurt? We save money, and and, and then we, here we go. We're, we're good to go, right? Correa walks. Okay, good enough, right? Good enough. We'll, we'll insert player here because we the rest of our team is good enough. The team strikes out too much. That is the first thing that has to get addressed. I don't care for Stanton. I never have. I never will. I do not care for him. And I said on this show. Two years ago, or a year and a half ago, or whatever it was, I had a Yankee friend. It's it's out it's out there in our YouTube channel. Uh, it's from uh, two seasons ago, the 2021 season, I believe, early in the season. And I've never been a Stanton fan. I said this team will not win with Stanton in the lineup, and I I, I believe that is the the loss his fault. No, but I do not like his approach at bat. I do not like or at bats. I do not like the way he strikes out so much, and it doesn't seem to matter. You're paying that that much money for a guy who got, doesn't even play the outfield. And he like, I didn't know if he knew where his glove was the other night to play left, to play left field uh, in game one, I believe like I, I, he just seems uncomfortable out there. He doesn't seem to, yes, he's got a different attitude about uh, an approach to his at bats, but I don't think he's the guy to be leading this team in the future. Uh, let's get the elephant in the room though. Aaron judge. Uh, you got to think that the Steinbrenners and uh, Cashman, because I think Cashman's coming back. I think because he won't leave, he's not going to leave anytime soon. We'll get to that in a second. You got to think that Judge, uh, 
going one for 16 and not being very effective in the playoffs, uh, the ALDS against against the uh, Cleveland Guardians and then against the Houston Astros. And he was pretty ineffective throughout, striking out a lot, not doing much. Yes, he had a few home runs here and there. I think two, two maybe three in total in the in the uh, short playoff uh, season that the Yankees had. I mean, nine games is, you know, it's, it's a pretty short sample size, but you got to get it done quick. I, I, I think that the Steinbrenners and and Cashman are going to use this to maybe lowball judge a little bit because this is this isn't a, a new thing. Judge struggling in the playoffs every year since 2017. He hasn't been the guy. He has gotten clutch home runs here and there, but he's not doing anything of any substance. And for the Yankees to cut, this is a little bit of ammunition for them to say, "Hey, man, like you're you're really good in the regular season. Your 62 home runs is obviously it's it's a it's a Yankee record. It's a it's an American League record. That's that's fantastic." But is is this something that the Yankees could say, okay, but we're not going to pay you because of this and that and the other? Is this something that the Yankees can actually say, well, we we won a championship. You, we, you were supposed to be the guy to put it to help us get over the top, and you haven't done it yet. 2017, when the the baby baby bomb the baby bombers were, were we came to be, and Cashman rebuilt the, the, the team after Jeter left. They, he traded. For Gliber Torres with Chapman and the Cubs and th- that whole deal in 2017 when they weren't supposed to uh, do anything and they end up going to the uh, Game 7 of the ALCS with the Astros, which they lost to, uh, most of that team is gone now. And now that the Yankees have basically pissed away the, the prime years of Judge's career by not doing anything, this is a chance for Steinbrenner the Steinbrenners and Cashman to go to, to judge and say, yeah, you didn't produce. You're not the guy. You didn't push over the top like, like we hoped. We surrounded you with this guy and that guy. Yes, there, there's a lot of holes in the lineup, but this is a chance for somebody else to swoop in and grab judge. This is a chance for somebody, a, a different team like the Giants or our Rupert to, to be a, a front runner. They got a lot of money to spend and he's from the area. So th- there is a chance right now for, for judge to, um, to uh, to leave, he made some comments that made you thinking he was leaning one way or the other. Both, if, if you if you did listen to it, and uh, maybe looking a little bit too hard into things, there there is a chance that that, that he stays. I think it's a 50-50 chance at this point. Before I, I did write the the article for Belly Up Sports uh, that you can check out that the, the Yankees and Judge need each other just as much. I think it's down to a 50-50 shot right now. I don't think that he he. He believes that there's a chance that this team can win a championship. He has to be thinking that we can't get by Houston. We got a lot of holes in our lineup. We got free agents galore all up and down the lineup. We don't even know who our, our starting our starting shortstop is next year. Uh, they got they got Hicks on the line for another couple of years. They got Stanton in up for a couple couple of years. But after that, Rizzo's a free agent. I don't think Rizzo's coming back either. I don't think he's coming back. He's got a. I, I just don't think he's coming back. He does. He like being a Yankee. I, I think so. But I think that he's he might be on his way out. There's just just remarks. It's all. I mean, it's all post post mortem, and you, you read a little bit too deeply into these things. But I, they got a they got a weak lineup. I don't think they got the pitching staff. I, Severino's going to be back because they got a pretty cheap uh, team option with him. Uh, Cortez is back and Cole's back. But we all know what. The, the, and then after that, who knows what you got? So and then the, the the bullpen is it's not great. It's iffy at best. So I don't know what you're going to see. I think it's a 50-50 shot with with Judge uh, coming back to the Yankees. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead? Or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. 
And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD. That's 1420POD. And receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an offseason. Plate Crate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is a perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Plate Crate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Plate Crate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Plate Crate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. Cashman will be back, whether it's as the GM, uh, I, 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 maybe he'll just take, he'll take a different role, have a different GM, and it's not going to be Derek Jeter. Jeter doesn't want that job. Jeter doesn't need that job. Jeter doesn't need the, the, the hassle, the travel. He's got a young family. He's not, he, he might come in in some capacity with, with the Yankees, but I don't think he's, he's going to be the guy. And I definitely don't think that Boone's going anywhere. I can't see the Steinbrenners paying. Uh, I think Boone's a $3 million a year guy. I don't, I can't see them spending $3 million for a guy not to manage. Um, that's just not a thing that, that they're, uh, tend that, to. That teams t- tend to do, like you don't see that very often. Yeah, you'll you'll fire a guy like the Jays did uh, earlier on this season, and they got rid of him because they were only paying him seven hundred grand or whatever it was. I mean, I'd take it. I'd take that cash in a heartbeat. But I also don't. I don't think that they're, they're going to get rid of a three million dollar a year manager because uh, they they do get along and he does follow the book. Because if you get rid of if you get rid of Boone, you're just going to get another yes guy in there anyways, no matter what. It doesn't matter who is in charge. The way managing a baseball game is done now, there's only a few guys who can put a binder away and say, I'm doing it my way. And yeah, I will follow the analytics to a certain point. But at the end of the day, I'm going to use my gut to manage this team. I don't think I don't think Boone's going anywhere. I really don't. And all these people today are calling for his head. I don't think he's he's going anywhere. I think it's just the way it is. And, and have, everybody's wanting Don, Don Mattingly to come, come back or to be a Yankee again. And I get the sentimentality, but I, th- I think it's also time for everybody to take a bit of a step back and go, let's let's maybe just leave the past in the past and build towards the future. Mariano Rivera isn't coming back out of the dugout to enter Sandman. He's not. It's, it's time to to forget about all these old Yankees of the past, and maybe it's, it's time to start thinking about the future a little bit and ha- have guys around and get, get, get some new blood in there that might, might do things. Like, if you get a guy, like, wh- why not go out and get Theo Epstein? Just a thought. Go out and get him. If he can, if he can do something, I don't think he'll take that role as a as an underling two chap or two cashman. But I, I also think that that would be a kind of some some different blood, some different ideas uh, that, that the Yankees definitely need. Um, it's 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 tough year in year out as as a Yankee fan. Uh, they they just don't have the line that we thought they did. They I don't I don't like their catcher position. Torino was was really good um, for half the season, but he was non-existent in the in, in second half after the All Star game. I, I don't think he's the guy behind the plate. I mean, Sanchez obviously wasn't either, but you know, and Higashioka is is okay. He's a serviceable catcher, but I don't think he's great. Clyber Torres, he's probably not going to be back. I wouldn't think he'll he'll get some money out there. Uh, shortstop, you got IKF. He's he's obviously not the guy. He thinks he's getting non-tendered. And that play last night, those two, uh, 
So you, you got holes all over the infield. You got you might have an entirely new infield next year, uh, right from first base right to third. I don't know how you get get rid of the Donaldson contract. It's twenty six or twenty seven million uh, for. for for, for next season. So he might not be going anywhere, but they're going to try to find a way to move him. Uh, it might be an entirely different team next year. Who knows? I mean, they got to, they, they got the ALCS, which is an accomplishment. And I, I, you know, you like that, but it, it, it never felt as the season progressed that they were, they were the team to, to, to go out and win one because everybody knew that the Houston Astros were going to the ALCS since opening day of, of spring training. And, the Yankees had a shot. They played well. They they probably shouldn't have gotten shouldn't have gotten swept. They had some opportunities in this series to, to win some games, but you, throughout the season, you just knew that the the Astros were the team to beat, and you, you never thought that the uh, like I, I never thought the the Yankees were going to beat the uh, the Astros right from day one. And it's it's unfortunate as a fan. You you bleed it and you, you live it and you love it. And it's all season long. It's a grind throughout the season as a fan and uh, doing this podcast and everything else. It's a grind. And then the people who kind of make fun of you throughout the, throughout the year and, and, and always pointing their fingers at you. So it is a grind as a Yankee fan. And I think most Yankee fans across the country and across across the world will say that that it is that baseball and being a Yankee fans a grind and you do have a higher expectation my expectation isn't to win a world championship every year it's, it's they're out there and they put together a a, a positive lineup a, a solid lineup and you, you have a chance to win and and I think they they do give us a bit of a chance to win every year I mean you look at all this crap I, I'm, I'm I'm not going anywhere as a Yankee fan I'm not to unless you guys want to make a, a, a bid somewhere I don't know I'm, I'm kidding around um, but it, it's a grind as a Yankee fan. I, I do appreciate that they do put a lineup out there that that uh, you, you know they're going to be competitive. I don't know if they're competitive enough. That's the only kicker that I got. I I, I think it's time for a change. But I don't think I don't think we're getting one. I I really don't. The uh, Cashman I've said it on this show. And if you listen to different shows, Ch- uh, Cashman is is the guy in in Yankee Land. He is an honorary Steinbrenner, and so I, I don't think he's going anywhere. But they better make a decision soon if they are going to make a change because seven days from now or ten days from now, whenever the World Series ends, you uh, your biggest uh, your biggest player and your biggest star is set to become a free agent. And if you don't have a GM set in place who has a contract right away, uh, you're not going to have a guy. Uh, you're going to need a guy to, to negotiate these deals, right? I know there's other people involved, there's other lawyers involved, but at the end of the day, it's the it's the president and the GM who are who has to sit down with Mr. Aaron Judge to see if they're going to keep him around and come up with a deal. I think it's 50-50, but the first thing they got to do is decide whether they're keeping keeping Cashman or if they're or if they're moving forward. If you're going to make a change, Yankees, do it now. If you're going to make a, any kind of uh, man, managerial change, do it now so you can go out and get some different free agents. Look at things you're, you're going to do because if you if you wait and wait and wait, uh, all of a sudden everybody's gone, right? Because players want some security, not just um, financially, but they, they like to know who they're, who they're playing for. And I think that that's a big thing that might be getting lost in the shuffle here is that they really need to make a, a organizational decision of how they're going to move forward and how they're going to get over the hump. And this hump is the Houston Astros. And right now the Astros are, are the King daddy topper and they ain't going anywhere by any means. They got a solid team uh, prediction right now, prediction time. I'm not going to be cheering for the Astros by any means. I have no, no, I have no dog in the, in the, in the fight or horse in the race or whatever. However, that's, I think I got it right for once. Um, I think the Astros win. I think they're just a superior team. They they uh, they can pitch a little bit better. They can they just play they they play baseball a little bit better. Uh, Philly can hit the ball though. Man, that Harper's playing lights on lights on. Reese Hoskins, what a player! Uh, and they're having a lot of fun doing it. 
I'll say my prediction for Thursday night show. We'll, we'll maybe we'll give it out there. So I don't know. This one's a toss up to me. It's going to go six, seven games for sure. So it's going to be a great World Series. Too bad the Yankees aren't, aren't involved in it. But anyways, that's it for Yankee baseball for the year. I guess we, like I said, all my stuff's away. I'll be down here in the tavern, still doing shows, putting them out there for you guys. Hey, we just passed seven thousand downloads for uh, since we joined Belly Up. So thank you very much to everybody who listens to our show. Get our show out there. Support our sponsors, which, which in turn supports us. Thank you very much for listening to our show. Uh, it's been a great, great season of Yankee baseball. Once again, not as great as we hope, but it's always a lot of fun. I'm a base, baseball guy through and through, so I'll be watching the uh, the waiver wires, the trade the trade wires, and the whole bit, the free agency, and the World Series. And then we got a World Baseball Classic coming up, but uh, we'll put a cap on the Yankee season now. Thank you very much for everybody who's listened to me uh, talk about my Yankee. Uh, it's been a great, great, fun year. Got to go down, got to go down to the Yankee Stadium again, which is fantastic. We did a couple of COVID years there, weren't allowed to, but me and Deanne were able to make our way down there in late August and see all the people down the 161st and River. But anyways, anyways, guys, uh, that's that's it for Yankee baseball. It was a, it was a fun year. Not let not what we all hope, but to, we'll, we'll get him one of these years before uh, before we can't. We're too old to even watch and, and know what's going on. But we're close, just not close enough. Anyways, have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you soon. And remember, everybody, smart people bunt. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.